0: Turn with me into Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold the wise men. So say that with me, wise men. There's a vast difference between knowledge or knowing than wisdom. Knowledge just means you know a bunch of stuff. It don't make you special. It just means you, you know a lot of stuff. Basically, what they are is pretty much useless facts. Um, wise men from the east came and, uh, to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Amen. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. So I was going to go to, uh, we're not going to, uh, Diane, we're not going to go to Luke 2. We'll just stay right here because these guys are going to uh, want uh, God to really do something special in their life here. Um, what, do we, what do we glean from this, these two verses here? Um, the wise men. So these guys followed the star, not a hunch. They believed that underneath the star, the baby king would be there. Stay with me here, and we'll slow roll this. Um, you know, sometimes I, I, uh, I, I get to be a little bit of a baby because there was frost on my windows this morning. <laughs> Woo! I got to leave my heated house to get in my heated truck. To warm it up so I can drive eight minutes to church <laughs> is everybody okay still yeah. well, I'm going to get down in your, in your mix today right in your cereal these cats these wise men they traveled about 9,000 miles to go to church they wasn't throwing a spaghetti dinner uh, they wasn 't frying chicken, they just went because they remembered that there would be a prophecy that this baby king would be there, and it took them I don 't know how long it took you. it took me about eight minutes. It took them two years to see Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, "Oh my gosh." And they wasn't in a heated truck. They didn't have a stereo or Bluetooth. Sometimes we get upset when the Bluetooth don't work. When it's buffeting on our favorite song. You're like, oh my God, this is the worst. This is, a, this, is a, this is a personal tragedy. I don't have my song list or my hit list or whatever it's called. That's a, whoo, we got a crisis, Rick. Terry, we got a crisis. If I can't get my phone to, to pair with uh with the truck boy that's a crisis isn't it what i'm trying to tell you is these wise men knew that the the star would be over the baby king the messiah and they traveled from afar for two years to go so they could worship they didn't let anything get in the way. It was a raining or snowing or it was hot or it was cold or it was, the wind was blowing. We got all kinds of excuses why we don't show. Not you guys, but the people of other churches. We just don't go because, let's just be honest, sometimes we just don't go because we've gotten lazy. Just, just say it and let's get it over with. But what, what God wants today is total commitment to him. Boy, this is really quiet. And and why do we do this? Why do do we come to worship God? Because we believe it's important, don't you? Especially. So here's what here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna cut to the chase. This 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 Christmas, there's a there's a movie that's coming out. Um it's it's a movie about Kurt Warner. It's coming out on Christmas, and this will probably be a movie that you can actually go and watch. The whole family can watch, is what I'm saying. There won't be prof- I'm sure there won't be profanity in it or, or the rest of the mess. Amen? Don't give a golf clap. I mean, we've. I, I believe Kurt Warner was, was successful for a lot of reasons, and I can't speak for him, but I know I can speak for this. He always had a motto to keep Jesus first. Amen. Keep him first. So when, when we did the men's retreat at my farm, I thought about that. And Angie, I'll ask you to bring the house lights down for just a second. I'm going to get ready to pray in a minute. You know, I, I told Pastor, there was many speakers, and they all did a great job. They, they was phenomenal, and there was a lot of guys out there. I can't remember how many was out there. And I told Pastor, and I said, I don't want to speak. I don't need to speak or anything. I said, at the end of the conference, I said, I just want to say one thing. I just, I just said, I only want to say one thing to the guys. Raise your family in church. That's, that's all I said. I, I didn't ask, I don't, I'm not going to ask you to do anything else. But I know like Kurt Warner knows, like Jesus knows. If you'll keep him first, it tells us in Matthew 6:33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things will be added unto you. So if, if I start with Christ, all the results, watch this, Donna, all the results are up to him. We don't, we don't have to grab it anymore and try to fix it and, and resuscitate it. All I have to do, Sarah, is keep Christ first in my life, and he'll take care of all the things that I need. I need somebody at the church to talk back to me today. Well, we've all tried it our way, and that's what ended up getting us at church. You're like, man, my way didn't work too good. So these wise men, I want you to be thinking about them next time you get in your your truck and the heater don't work or the song list don't work. These guys, they were riding camels. They were walking. They were riding horses for two years to come and see baby Jesus. Amen. And when you set out to go to church in the morning, you get here no matter how what it takes. I know everybody ends up with a flat tire and a, you know, this, or or I ran out of gas. It's like a country song, I've told you before. If you play it backwards, all that stuff will come back. But let's be committed to keep Christ uh, in Christmas and keep him first in our lives today, amen. Let us pray. Father God, we're excited um, that wise men have set the example regardless of how far geographically we have to go to get to you we're going to do it we're going to be committed to being in a body of local believers where our families can grow uh, and you can be a king and uh, Lord God I would ask that you would show yourself to each and every person gathered here today and Lord God as we gather the offering today uh, Lord God that, that would be our best gift to you this Christmas uh, and we know that all dollars that are invested in the kingdom are dollars that will last forever, and we'll get to see the uh, what, what happened with them, and uh, we thank you for it ahead of time, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So let's applaud the Lord, let the offering be passed by. <laughs> amen. All right, turn with me into Luke chapter 2, um, so, and you can, Angie, if you'd turn up the house lights, that'd be great, thank you so much. So, Uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 8, and uh, I sent this over to our production team, and and they're kind of like, is is that it? Is that like, aren't you sending us anything else? I go, no, that's it, that's that's it. Well, I kind of, then later, I kind of put in like 1 Corinthians at the end, just kind of for like a twist. It's like, it's like ordering a, how do I say this? It's like ordering an ice cream at Andy's, and it is. It's what it's like. And knowing that you could have Reese's peanut butter cups inside of it. And if I can have it in there, Chris, I, I, it needs to be in there. If you have it in there, I want it inside the ice cream. There's no reason you should go without it. Amen. So I added a, what I'm trying to say is I added another scripture in here so you'll be blessed by it. So when you think of this next scripture, think of Christ, then think of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups after that. <laughs> Let us pray for the message. Place your hands on the Bible. Father God, your love letter is coming alive today this Christmas. And uh, Lord, we would ask you today to show us your truths through this one verse. And my prayer is, Lord God, that we, we realize we can all relate to the Scripture today and these people. And uh, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so obviously next week or, or at the midnight service, we will read this in its entirety, but I'm going to pluck this right out of the center of this paragraph here. It says in 2 eight. it says, In the same region there were shepherds, out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. So that's, that's the verse. That's the scripture. Now I want you to close your eyes and envision these shepherds out in this field watching these sheep. Okay, open your eyes. I, I thought about this, and I just kind of... I was studying and I thought, man, there's something really special about the shepherds in this. And I think the the people of the town looked at these people like the hippies of the day. The the, the woods Terry the, the you know the Woodstock kids. Don't you remember? Do this with me. Don't you remember peace? I want somebody to talk back to me that has used a black light before. Oh, but oh yeah, man. Yeah. Remember blacklight posters? (laughs) The best. (laughs) You paint, and then, and then if your mom and dad were the the word was cool, and if your mom and dad were really cool, they let you paint on your wall with fluorescent paint. No, you had to be from North County to be able to do it. (laughs) Well, West County, y'all didn't do it out there. Amen. You're like, that's a North County thing. And I said, you're dang skippy it is. Um, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture because we're laughing at these guys. And the Canadian kids are too. They had hippies up there too. Here, here's the deal. That's these guys. That was you. That's me. The, the long haired and the beads and the, and the sandals and the whole deal. Oh, yeah, man. Say this with me, far out. Far out. Oh, yeah, that's like far out. Uh, And I'll throw in elephant bells and we'll move on. Oh, I'm going to throw in. Oh, yeah. No skinny jeans here, guys. Oh, I'm talking elephant bells. And then if you were really cool, you know what you did. You split them up there and had your mom sew a patch in so they were even bigger than the stock elephant bells. Oh, you could mop the floor with those puppies. Right, carry the elephant. And everybody wore boondockers, red shoelaces. Amen, Colorado. That's these guys. Why would God Almighty Kelly do his first mighty miracle, well, not first mighty miracle, one of his most wonderful miracles, and then reveal it, Mrs. Chittenden, into these kids. You're going, you go like this, go, oh, that's gonna turn out bad. But it doesn't, does it? There's something super supernatural. About these lowly people. And I'll just let you know ahead of time. Real shepherds smell like they're sheep. You still okay? And and, and sometimes like at church. Not this church but other church you've been to. You're like man I don't don't like sitting next to that dude man. Right? We, We position ourselves so we don't have to be around them people. But these are the people that God revealed himself to. So he could take this message. They were like the first Billy Grahams of the, of the New Testament. They, they were the, the evangelists. Say that with me, evangelist. Um, so, one of the greatest miracles of all time was revealed to these shepherds, commoners, and not kings. Say amen. Working class warriors instead of warlords. Amen. Paupers instead of politicians. Amen. People of lowly estate instead of lords. Faithful instead of the faultless. Amen. So I'm writing all these things down, And you got to admit, this is cool right here. I did that myself. And I thought about the faultless. Don't you? I mean, you see that now. No one wants to take the blame. Wasn't my fault. There's a country song out there that it talks about, it ain't my fault, and you've heard it before. And somebody's, somebody's kicking the can down the road. We're blaming somebody else. It's, it was them. It was them. It was the people prior to us, on and on. What we need today is for people to start owning their own mistakes, amen, and then learn from and correct it. That's kind of simple, amen. You can't keep a job if you continue to give too much cash back. The question is why. So as we review who the shepherds really are, listen to this for a second. So I'll get back to this. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. This is where things start to really get cool. So I'll tell you about this reading here. Uh, and, uh, Chuck, it, it, and this reminds me that the Apostle Paul, he, get, he writes this book, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, to a church. That wants to be seen. They, they talk about their spiritual gifts. And they, they talk about being at the Lord's... All this stuff. And the Apostle Paul is looking at this church. Going, man, you guys are a mess. It ain't about you. It's about Christ. So he starts out here in, 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 in 127 and 28. So be thinking about the shepherd kids here. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. The foolish things of the world, like, like the play, like the play we's up here the, on Friday night and Pastor Aaron and Steve Cherry are doing that silly 12 days of Christmas and all this kind of stuff. The world would call that foolish. Well, Christians call dancing on a table at a tavern foolish too. Amen. Laughing and mocking the things of God. Nancy, God loves it when people worship him in, in, in maybe even silly ways. I mean, let's be honest. We're, we're putting on the ritz for the Lord. You know, we got the, we got the supersized tree. We got the lights. We got, we got the silly plays and all that. I mean, let's be honest. I, I thought about this. I thought, would anybody do this for my birthday, put a live tree in the center of their living room? Why is the tree there in the cell? We're celebrating Pastor Pat's birthday. No, you ain't going to do it. You'll only do that for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In his name's Jesus Christ. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. We'll do crazy things for Christ during Christmas. Lights in their hand. And then there, it ends up being, we pretend like it's not a competition. But you know if your neighbor's putting up something, you got, you got to put something up. Because it's like a hundred to zero then. I mean, at least, and if you can't do anything outside or something, you like stick something in the window. Or, or at least open the shade so you can see the tree that you got a little bit of Christmas going on. Just nod and go, yeah, yeah, that's me. Amen. He's using foolish things to confound the wise. Um, or I, I would say maybe even people that are full of themselves. How about that? To shame the wise, God chose the weak things in the world to shame the strong. And he he could be be taking the weakest person in the church to witness to the strongest physical person in the church to show them that it's got to be God. It's got to be God that gives all these grannies supernatural power so they can continue to pray year after year. Amen. So I'll just tell you a story since you're going to drag it out of me anyways. So we're at Warrington last night. We're, we're, we had postcards out everywhere. You might have got some here. We sent 5,000 in each neighborhood, 5,000 here, 5,000 at north, and 5,000 out at Warrington. And one of the ladies that comes in, she's, she's an older lady, and I'm sure she's a grandma, and she's just happy as she can be. And, and uh, she walks in, she's smiling, and we're shaking hands with her, me and some of the people and this and that. And then the, the church starts to rock a little bit. Say that with me, rock. Wow. And we're in First Baptist, so I'm not sure if they get down like we do. But, I mean, it was jumping. And I'm just kind of going around, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, Lord Jesus, the Spirit is here. And I, I wonder what granny. You know, I'm not turning around. You ever do that? See, I didn't have anybody to talk to, so when I'm up there, I'm kind of by myself. It's me and God, and I'm just praising God. And when I jump up and down, I'm so heavy that the floor actually shakes at Warrington. (laughs) People think they're like on a wave ride. And I'm going, man, I go, man, I hope we're not blowing granny out of the water back there. (laughs) And I turn around, and I look, and she's got a smile from ear to ear just like you guys do. Can somebody praise God in here? All right, so let, let's let's move on just a little bit to pick up some speed. We'll go to twenty eight. I just want I want to I want to talk to you about the character of the of uh, of these hippies. And it says God chose what is lowly and despised in the world, even the things that are not, to bring to nothing the things that are. So we know that in the Bible that the only reason He raised up Pharaoh was to show him that He could bring him down. Nothing. Is above God. And he can use anybody at any time to do supernatural things. And that's what he's doing with these shepherds. Amen. So I I think a lot of times, let's go to 118 and then and then we'll I'll, I'll I'll talk a little bit. It says, For the word of the cross is folly or foolishness to those who are perishing. That means those who are dying. But to us who are being saved, it is what is it? It's the power of God. It is the power of God so these shepherds had the power of God living inside of them amen. and they wasn't worried about who was watching or what was going on they were they, it says they left with haste they left with haste to go see Jesus amen and they they wasn't afraid who was watching and I thought about that and sometimes you know what uh, what what I can't stand is when somebody's a phony say that with me phony so I thought about this I said how could I you know, it, the only one who can really change our core being is God himself. But when, we try to, but when we try to do it ourselves, it almost looks funny. We try to do it during Halloween and stuff like this. So I thought of a, a scenario. I thought, how can I just like be totally, you know, people would be able to point me out. I would be like a phony. I thought, okay, I'm a, I'm a guy. I just bought me a pair of skinny jeans. No, I'm, I'm going that way. Oh, and I'm driving a Lamborghini, and I'm in Hollywood, California. There's nothing wrong with the the place or anything or the car or anything. Nothing nothing wrong with the the jeans or anything. It's not that. But I could be driving down Hollywood Boulevard or wherever, and I'd be going, oh, yeah, man, this is the real me. This is the real me. And everybody at the church would go, like, man, dude, you're such a phony. Oh, You're a redneck Bible thumper from North County. Here's the... Rides a Harley, a horse, and a pickup truck. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But doesn't doesn't it seem funny when we try to be somebody that we're not? The shepherds, watch this, class. The shepherds kept it real. And God knew if I could drop this message on these guys here, they would come running. They wouldn't worry about how they're dressed, who they offended, or anything like that. And I think this Christmas... That's what God's actually looking for is some authentic people who will take the message of Christ and not hesitate and get that out and take it out to a lost and dying world. Can I get an amen from God's people? I want to ask you to rise here. We're going to get ready to get in the Christmas spirit. So I thought about this the Lord is my shepherd i th- I thought about the twenty third psalm and I'll just angie again, I'll ask you to bring the house lights down. We can kind of get to this, and whoever's doing our altar call we'll we'll start out here be be ready for this, this is pretty dang powerful I'll be honest with you you've you've seen it becca so uh you know, I, I, I think I set you up for all you people who are getting ready to get saved because a lot of times when you walk into church, we had a lot of visitors, Robbie, that came to church and and, and some visitors here today and, and this kind of thing. And they think, the world has told them, that you have to clean up, dress up in order to be part of the club. Look at me, church. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You don't have, watch this. Zuri, you don't have to be anything. Barb, you don't have to be anything. You, you know what it's like? Where's the older saints at? Mr. Cope, you just, you just have to be. That's what Christmas is all about. It's, it's, it's Jesus coming in the form of a baby. See, basically, all God did was pour himself into flesh you go well why in the world would he do that and then why would he be born in a a hog trough inside a cave so the whole world could look at that that situation and go man they go that's got to be God because all the rest of the people who are in the, the big sports figures and all the people out in la la land they got to have a big parade whenever they show up. Watch me now. We got to get limousines. We got to get bodyguards, and we got to get everybody involved. Everybody's got to know about us. We got to have. We got to have the paparazzi. God won up them when Jesus was born. He sent the whole whole heavenly host. Thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of angels were singing that Jesus was born. All the money and all the politicians in the world will never achieve greatness in the eyes of God till they bow down. And that's exactly what you get when you become a born-again believer. When you're coming to church or you're going to do the Lord's work and, and all these kind of things, when the devil has come up against you, he's not just coming up against you. He's coming against the whole heavenly franchise. You're coming against the whole team. Jack, I don't come by myself. I may look by like I'm by myself, but my Lord and my Savior Jesus Christ is in my heart. And he sent his mightiest angels with me on this mission. On this mission. spirits on a mission today watch this now I want to talk to you real quick about about your hospital trip and things don't always go our way I understand that some of you guys were in the hospital some of you were out some some are still in There is a man that belongs to this praise team at Have Bible Will Travel. His name is Mike Neese. Nice. And he ended up with a, a stroke and, and, a, and a bunch of other difficulties the other day in the hospital. We we're praying for him. A cancer survivor of throat cancer. I could keep going, but I'll stop there. At the 8:30 service, him and his wife were at the second row right there. Because of Almighty God. Because of God. You now, why does God heal some people and not others? I, I can't, I could never get into that because I have no idea why he does. But I can promise you one thing he's in charge, Leanne, of everything. When, when you're talking about a god that sends the whole heavenly host and shepherds running and wise men traveling 9000 miles you know you know he's he's a god you shouldn't be messing with he's a god you should get down with this this ain't this ain't mess around time where where we we, where we, where we doubt what god's doing you can look all over the world there's trees and people's front rooms and lights and 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 all the presents being wrapped Who else in this world celebrates their birthday like that? Nobody I know. Only the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So I'm going to ask you this question and be frank with you. Is he your savior? Wouldn't you like to keep Christ really in Christmas this year? I thought about that, and I wonder if I would be one of the guys that would travel 9,000 miles. I would like to think I would. But sometimes we're such fickle people who live in the Western world here, aren't we? Well, I guess that's a sign I shouldn't go because i got a flat tire. No, that's a sign that you should persevere and get somebody else's car. God wants somebody that's committed to the cause of Christ today. Jesus was committed all the way till he marched himself up to Calvary's Hill. Jesus was born to die for me and you. Man, I'm going to tell you what, I don't have a problem serving a guy like that at all. Watch this. Look at your brother right now and say, he's, he's all in and so am I. I'm on that team, Barrett. I'm all in on that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. And maybe some of you guys ain't never been saved before. You've never been born again. You never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and your Savior. Put yourself in the shepherd's shoes. God chose these guys on a hill, and he's choosing you today. He wants everybody to be saved. Will everybody be saved? I don't think so. Because sometimes the response is different for everybody. They'll walk out of this church going, you know what, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm not going to do it today. Okay. That's cool. Can't get into heaven though. I just want to let you know when you when you walk out of the door, John, if you're not saved, you can't get into heaven. That's the mandate. The mandate is you have to be covered in the blood of Jesus Christ to be in heaven. Amen. That's a mandate. That's a mandate. That's gonna happen. No mask required. Man, I'm I'm, I'm in all the way, all the way. So I want the saints with me that are here and those who are on the broadcast today just to pray with me for that person that ain't saved. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, that person right now, a little person, or all the way to the oldest granny that's in this building, that they would be saved. Lord, I know that there's someone's child. There's someone's child that's in this building today who needs to be saved. I pray that they'll come and give their life and their allegiance to Jesus Christ. And just acknowledge that just by waving your hand. Just pick your hand up and just wave it by God. I want Jesus to come into my life. I want him to save my soul. I want him to I want Him to live in my heart. And then here's one for the saints. I'm all in after this Christmas. I, I, I'm, I'm making Jesus Lord of my life again. It don't matter how you started out. It's how you finish. Did you, did you know that? You, you might have got up Go. you know what? I really screwed it up, Rick. I, I just screwed it up. That's okay. God can fix any mess you can create. There's a, there's a message in your mess. Christ is going to be king this Christmas in my life. So if that's you and you're a saint and you belong to Jesus I'm going to ask you to join me down here at the the altar for Christmas here and just I just want to pray for you and I know there's some hurting people here today. We've, we're missing some friends today and you know I love your, your your loved ones I love your spouses I love your your children. God hasn't forgotten about it He hasn't forgotten about your grandma or your or your mom or your dad He hasn't forgotten about them. We lift them up in prayer, Terry. We pray for people at this church. We believe that prayer changes things. I'm gonna pray for you, man. I can't tell you how much I love you, and I, I, I think me and my wife love this church more than anybody could ever in the world besides God and I and he, he, he loved this church so much Terry that he died for this church I mean and that's a lot of love John I love this church I love being here I love the people I love the stories you can look around from location to location and there's a lot of love here we got to do a lot of praying we got a lot of things we need to We need to get healed in our lives today, don't we? So let's pray about that together. And then after we get done praying, guys, I'm going to ask you to to stay with us. And I want you to sing with Krista and keep Christ in Christmas today. Heavenly Father, we are here. And some of us are missing loved ones today, and it hurts. Heal our hearts, God. Help us where we hurt. Heal our pain. I know we'll never make sense out of this, God, of the the ones we lost, Lord God. But what you've given us, we're making the best out of it. And we're going to keep you. We're going to keep your son, Jesus, the center of this Christmas. We're not going to give the enemy a foothold. We're not going to go backwards. As a matter of fact, Lord God, we're going to get zealous for you. We're going to stand with the whole heavenly host this Christmas and show the world, Lord God, that we won't take a step backwards. So we ask, Lord God, that you reveal yourself this Christmas to all these wonderful people who are here in a special and an intimate way. Today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.